That's a shame because there was there was some nice material there. Yeah, well, Hello. Hi. Uh how's um how's how's things, mate? It's uh it's been a while since we've what's the past tense of thread? Throd? That seems rude. Well the the actual word thread. Yeah, it's, th- it's th- th- threaded. Thread know. the word is threaded. I know. I know it is, but I like I like to make up more interesting past participles. Uh, okay. You know, quat should be um, just as shat is is now a, an accepted past tense version of of the verb to shit. I also think quat should be accepted um, for what? Oh, oh, sorry for quit. Having quit. Okay. I quat my quat. job. Yeah. <laughs> See, Americans, okay. Americans, Americans. Um, like they hardly use flipping past tense at all. They still they they don't have the word spat, as in he spat on me. They say he spit on me, which is which is which is. Right. Oh my god, they do say that. Mm. They do, yeah. Same oh with shit. My god. But spit oh is weird. Yeah, they don't have the word spat. Oh. I mean, I'm sure they have the word spat, but I've never heard an American use it in past tense in in anything I've ever heard. I've never heard an American say that person spat. It's always spit. But this, this is this is mind blowing. Yeah. You've, wow. I'm weirdly observant about these things because my brain can't. It's not that I care that much, but my, it's my my a part of my brain does, and I resent it for caring um, because I'd rather not care about it. But my brain does. It's like uh, I had this discussion with I think it was either Danny or Caroline about the thing is is, um, and and that that's become the the fra- the word has become thing is or problem is. Um, and so because the word is now thing is, you have to put an is after it, otherwise it wouldn't be grammat- grammatically correct. So you have the to... The thing is, say- is, Mark, that uh, they're actually already called um, uh, ATM machines. So <laughs> you don't need to put the machine in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The thing is, is... Um, but yeah, like, I, I can't I can't turn my brain off from noticing things like that. And it's not that I'm Sherlock Holmes. It's just that... I can't, for some reason, my brain, every time it hears something like that, it's like, ding! Um, Come on, put this away in your mind palace. Come on. Yeah, I wish I could. Well, yeah. I'd, I'd rather just not open the door to the mind palace. I'd rather just it, it ring the doorbell and it, it not be answered. The, the problem is I keep giving it credence, and I'd rather I didn't, because there's way more interesting things to be concerned about. Do you know what, though? Mm. Mark Steadman's Mind Palace is a title in search of a podcast. <laughs> I'm a man in search of a podcast, so uh, that 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 fits. Oh God, um, how's uh, how's Stockholm? Right, yeah, I'm in Stockholm. Hello, hello, um, hello. So I um, I've had a lovely day. Mm. I I'm I'm here for the weekend, and um. I've enjoyed some sights today. It's been good. I, I travelled yesterday, which is Friday, from Manchester. Um, Manchester Airport's a horrible place, by the way. Oh no! Have you been there? I I have, but uh, uh, eighteen years ago. <sighs> oof, oof. No. I thought I thought um, airport security was a stressful situation generally. But, I thought um, they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah. Uh, so my, my this little this little tiny moment will give you. A, the measure of what Manchester Airport security system is like. You're queuing to get in, right? Mm -hmm. As you do to get into the security bit. They sent you through a tensor barrier snake that is wholly unnecessary because there's nobody there. Is that what, is that what that's called? The tensor barrier? The the tensor barriers are the, are the things that come out of the reel and click on the next part. 
It's, I, I think Tensor Barrier is the hoover of um, <laughs> flexible security systems, though. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it, it is a brand name. Okay. But, you know, no one ever got fired for buying Tensor Barrier, so um, <laughs> they've, they've, got, they've got it sewn up pretty well. Um, wow. So we, we walked through this bloody massive Tensor Barrier snake where we only needed to travel 10 metres, but to do it, we'd gone through fucking 500 metres of coils. It's like apparently your intestines, you know, they could go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you laid them all out, it's probably not the moon, is it? It's something like that, yeah. Problematic Johnny Ball once uh, explained that to me on te- on telly. <laughs> but uh, but we is he is he um, is he full is he full? He's not full spacey, is he? Oh, no. uh, oh I don't know. I, I I wouldn't like to. Not well, well, not in the sense of he's not been accused. He's obviously not been accused of those sorts of things. But in terms of are we. How to what extent can we like Johnny Ball? Still? Oh well, we've we've already talked about Apsis, um, which is yeah. my only Johnny Ball story. Uh, I didn't find I didn't uh, it, it didn't occur to me that he would be a likable man. No, there's uh, well, was this not a conversation I had with you? So there's recently he's come out as being like one of the bad people, but I can't oh, remember what for. So shite, you, okay. you're just going to have to just wait a second. I'm literally going to type into Google. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm sort of doing it well. The first thing is, so I, I love the autocomplete game. So uh, you type Johnny in Johnny Ball, Ball into internet, and the internet comes back with the options: Johnny Ball dead, Johnny Ball wife, Johnny Ball think of a number, Johnny Ball maths, Johnny Ball lane, Johnny Ball boiler, Johnny Ball age, Johnny Ball books, Johnny Ball wiki, and Johnny Ball play school. Oh my god, he's a climate change denier. That's what it is. Ah, yes. Hey, Johnny Ball climate. Yeah. Let's join Johnny Ball in condemning extremists in the. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Going in the show notes. Johnny Ball, climate change. That's yeah, an, odd, no, an odd thing for the for the Guardian to write. Uh, they must be being arch and ironic uh, oh, with the article. Yeah. Let's join Johnny Ball in condemning extremists in the climate debate. Well, click on it. It's probably. Uh, oh, it's 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 the blog, and it's by uh, Leo Hickman. So. <laughs> Hello, Leo yeah. Hickman. Hello, Leo Hickman. No, he, yeah, he's one of he's one of the the amusant people, isn't he? I don't know what that means. Like he, he he tries to be droll. Okay. Yeah. So we've been through the sensor barrier snake thing, mm. and then finally, finally, we're in a bit of a queue. Only 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 a small one, but they've it's, they've it's a bit like a massively over uh, overestimated how many people are going to be queuing. Mm-hmm. There's about. 15, 20 people in front of me, mm. and this guy is like really barking out orders. And he's like, oh, do this, do this, do this. Get all your electronic devices out. I'm like, well, all of them now while I'm still walking. Like, I'm mm. walking, carrying a bag, and I've got to get the things out. It's not I efficient. took my phone out to text you, actually. <laughs> I, I texted, I was texting you. And he went, get off your phone. I was like, you just literally told me to get all my electronic devices out. It's like, yeah, but not your phone. Like, what the f- What is this? Also, uh, you don't talk to people like that. You don't talk to me like that. No. Sorry. No. I just, no. I, oh, I, yeah, I, no, no. But, but, um, you know, this is uh, this is very very much a, a Route One observational comedy routine <laughs> here. But you know, uh, they are the littlest of Hitlers on there. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, because you, you're you're not allowed to challenge somebody who works in an airport environment. No, I, no, like, you're uh, not allowed to do that. I, I think no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, I think where I would push it and probably get myself in trouble is by saying, "Excuse me, mate, uh, you don't talk to me like that." I'll do what you want, but uh, wind your neck in, and then you're like, "I will." I'm, I'm always compliant, but don't yeah. ever be rude to me because you, you yeah, don't yeah. get to. So, but you know, like, yeah, be be compliant, but also you don't get to be rude to me just because you've got a tiny dip. So, yeah, yeah, no. So, well, anyway, it yes, it wasn't great. I had like arms full of 
and cables and stuff. Yeah. Oh, gross. That's anyway, horrible. Stockholm, Stockholm, Stockholm. Let me quickly quickly run you through what's happening in Stockholm. Um, the reason why I've got a nice podcasting window is because everyone else has gone to a pop concert that I didn't want to go to. <laughs> uh, and ostensibly, that's why we're here. So, um, Hasn't this already happened? Uh, not you know, like, hasn't this happened once before? No, no, no. It, it, it all got booked ages ago. Maybe that's the, yeah, may, maybe that's the, I'm it's just fine, remembering. It's finally yeah. happened. It, it's actually happening now. I'm slightly mad, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Lovely Stock- so. Stockholm's very, very nice. It's very hot mm. um, and very, very dry, mm. uh, but it's coastal there's a, there's a bit of a breeze but oh my word it's it's uh it's warm you know mm-hmm. we had that warm spell in england it's it's like that but on steroids at the moment here yeah. um so a couple of things to know about stockholm that are um uh, interesting to note everybody's obsessed with um there's nobody likes cash here mm-hmm. and yet you can't use a contactless card anywhere ah! isn't that strange that's bonkers yeah that's the main thing i wanted to report back to you on really yeah um, I'm, I'm, I'm using my Monzo, uh-huh. but I've, uh, I had to remember my pin in a, in post haste. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. set my, I mean, I've, I've done a security bad in that I've set right. my pin to a memorable four digit number that not like my birth date. Um, but it's a four digit number that whenever I'm asked for a four digit number, I always use this four digit number. And that's what right. I've used for my pin, which I shouldn't really have done. Well, so, uh, similarly, I've got the, the very first pin that was given to me on uh, a Midland Bank bank account that I oh, took wow. out when I was like twelve or something like that, and I first got a ca- an ATM card, ATM machine card. Mark, um, <laughs> the very first pin that I was I was given by that bank, the Midland of of old, mm-hmm. um, is still my pin today on all of all of my cards, which is probably very bad upset me saying that on the, <laughs> on, on the internet. But yeah, you're still going to have to, you're still going to have to bully it out of me to, yeah. to get anywhere. Um, You'd have to at least tweak my nipples. Yeah, it's, it's, to, it's, it's totally rando, except for my Monzo card. And here's, here's the curious thing here. I, if I recall correctly, when I set up Monzo, um, because Monzo is this sort of strange challenger bank thing. So it's, it doesn't run alongside the, the along the normal rules of, the way every other bank runs and it has this lovely onboarding process and all these other things i believe that i chose my pin myself on the first go around as part of the onboarding process and i know that there's no logical reason to do this but i was like well i'm not going to give them through a website (laughs) my pin number that i use for all the things (laughs) also congratulations on saying pin number but yes yes (laughs) See, I, you can't, I told pin- you I can't turn it off. I didn't go looking for it. I can't turn it off. But yes, oh, anyway, I'm derailing you. Sorry. The pin number for the ATM. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. The the, um, the app runs on a CMS system. It's fine. It's 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 called PHP Hypertext Preprocessor. It's fine. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so you uh, you put your pin number into the in, into the yeah you put your pin into the thing because you were like I'm not going to give you my real pin because my real one, no. No, so I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a fake pin number. Yeah, that I won't be able <laughs> to remember. App. Ha ha ha! <laughs> I'm going to give you um, a disposable <laughs> pin. Ha ha! Cut you. <laughs> Take that, Challenger Bank. <laughs> I challenge you. <laughs> um, yeah. So so now the trouble is, is that whenever I actually do need my pin number, I'm like, oh oh. 
oh god oh god mm-hmm. what do i do and if you've ever lost a pin number on monzo because they're because they're such a kind of crazy bank um what you have to do is you have to load up the app on your phone and hold up your passport like as if you as if it's some sort of ransom video <laughs> and say into the phone um a sentence which i'm, I'm definitely not going to say because that would be bad for my upsec <laughs> My voice is my passport. Um, yeah, authenticate yeah, my, 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 my word is my bond. You have my axe. Oh, I was, I was, I was going for a, a um, uh, what's the film? Not, not slack hackers. It's not hackers. It's sneakers. I was going for a sneakers yes. reference. Yeah, yes, you were. Yes, I've heard that. No, you, 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 you say your name and you say that you want your, um, yes. and that you need your pin number reset. And that's changed and, from, and from then, what I've done. Then the app says to you, it's just called a pin. <laughs> you don't need to say no. <laughs> Uh, I like that. I did it over um like I am when when it happened to me. Um I've only done it once and I did it over I am. Um right. I think th- Yeah, it was either to, to get my pin or it was to enable yeah, it was something like I just wanted to enable touch ID for the this was back when it was still in beta, so it wasn't a real bank yet. Um right. and so I wanted to get whatever and then I needed my pin and then I realised I'd forgotten my pin and so I um I yeah, there's the, the, their process back then was to just IM with the um with one of the customer service reps uh, who were super helpful. But obviously now they've got a they must just have some poor bods who have just got to sit and eyeball these videos when they come in and press yes. I imagine yeah, I I, I'm so. imagining that's done with. I a, think so because it takes it takes about ten minutes. Then you get a mm. then you get then then you get the re- then you get the report back. Mm-hmm. So I should probably go ahead and just go to the the the, the ATM machine and. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop doing that track. <laughs> uh, um, I'll go to the cash point and I probably should change it to my real one. But isn't it strange that I, in my head I've conceived of the idea that going to a cash point and changing my pin is fine? Which I've never done. Mm. How do you change your pins? Uh, I've never changed my pins apart from uh, I've never chosen a pin uh, because it never occurred to me that that was an option until Monzo came along and was like, choose your pin. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Uh, I'm going to choose that number that I always use. Uh, because so have you always had rando pin numbers that you yeah. can give in by. Yeah. yeah. And you save all these in your head. Um, I've not, not had that many, but when I, yeah, I have done. Um, and so my personal visa card, which I use very infrequently now, uh, because all my spending money is in Monzo. Um, I know the pin to that. My, um, business. So I've got two Santander business bank accounts, one for hmm. Bloomsbury Digital, one for Podient. Uh, both of the pins are kept somewhere safe i can remember one of them and not the other one but they're both in a place they're um, in my palace they're in my one password <laughs> it's where they are um because i scratched off the little thing and and i knew that i wasn't going to remember them. one of them is really easy to remember uh for reasons that i won't explain because opsec um but the other one i have no idea what it is because it's just gone straight into one password so um yeah but no, it, honestly, it's, I've never, I don't think I've ever changed a pin. I've reset pins, um, hmm. because I've, I've either lost cards or whatever. So that's happened. Um, or I've, I've, you know, had a card, I think maybe I thought I had a card stolen or something. So maybe, maybe I changed a pin that way, but it's never hmm. been to a number that I've chosen. Wow. Bloodite me. Wow. Just, yeah, it's just, it, it's, I don't know. And I, it, it's, it, I, I think I may have seen it on some cash machines, um, mm. but I'm, 
because I'm the kind of person who just is scared of being in anyone's way or inconveniencing anyone or being a present in the world ever. Um, I don't like to do anything at a cash machine that isn't immediately getting my cash and then moving away as quickly as possible. Yeah. Cause I know what people are like. Do you have accessibility issues around the cash? <sighs> um, mostly not just that can be a little bit slower. Uh, all right. So this is interesting. Um, I've been thinking a lot. I don't know why I've been thinking about personal mm. politics and, right. um, I probably don't want to go into it now, but I've, I've trying to define my own personal politics in, in ways that I understand should, because I think part of it is because I'm now, I now work in, in a super woke place. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, and so like, and just, uh, be, being, I don't know, for, for whatever reason, it, it was in my head. And something that was in my head yesterday, um, God, I, I've not spoken it, I've not spoken this to anyone. And I'd, I'd really like to have the conversation because I think it's really interesting. But I also think it's, I will probably flub it up. Um, but it, it uh, occurred to me yesterday to run through the various things that I have to do in order to travel to, let's say, a conference in another country, um, yeah. which are all of the little things that the little um, thousand cuts, uh, death by a thousand cuts things that I have to do that other people don't. Um, and uh, because someone was complaining about, an issue of diversity, which they, oh, it, it, it so doesn't matter. I'm going to be, uh, um, I'm, I'm going to end up landing myself in something, but, um, like my, my sort of mental response to this person was like, you think you've got it. You think you've got it hard because you got called the wrong name. Um, right. like this is what it takes for me to get out of the house and to go to a, uh, to a conference with a bunch of people to then do a talk. Like here is a list of all of the shit that I have to do. And one huh. of the things that was on that list is, um, now, um, airports or not airports, but airlines don't want to, don't want you to speak to a human, uh, in any part of the process. So you no. get up and they want you to use those machines. And then there's usually one guy who's like the the guy who operates all the uh, self service checkout machines at Tesco. Like he, he's just yeah. that one guy, and and they want you to just move on. And if you're doing something weird, they're like, "What, what are you doing?" And they, you know, they're just like everything's a. And they usually don't speak English very well, even though you're in England. And that's a that's fine. That's that's a different issue. But like, and so they're like, "Hey, Shmajma." What? No, I'm sure you said words, but I I just need you to explain what I need to do. What, uh, do you, okay, so you want me to take this piece of paper and and I've got to attach it by itself. Um, ripping. What? What you say? Ripping. Oh, you mean you want me to rip this bit off and attach it to the thing? Uh, and it's like it's it, those kind of things are so frustrating because you can't be like, look, I'm not stupid, but I can't pick up on the same cues that everyone else can. So just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. Um, yeah. And so it, it occurred to me to go through these, these things. And so those kind of things absolutely are like are things that happen. So um, to take three minutes to answer your question. Sorry, John. Yes. No, 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 that's fine. Go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally fascinated by this. Keep going. No, no, I think, I think, I think that's, I think I'm done um, in, in just as much as like ATMs. I think because, when when you have something like this, you um, you go a lot by pattern recognition and by habit. 
So mm-hmm. when things are roughly in the same place, you can blip black bloop like the rest of them and you can pass. Yeah. And, and I like that. I, I have a lot of sympathy for people um, who have that like thing of, did I pass today or was I, for example, misgendered um, because passing like it's a victory. And, and I, that's something that I, I often try and do. And w- when I realize I'm, I'm not, it's like, okay, well, I've got to spool back here. What did I do that was weird or whatever? Um, and so for the most part, when I'm in familiar uh, surroundings and like, I know where all the buttons are and I know what the labels on the buttons are. And like, I can bleep black bloop and, and everything's fine um, because it's mostly muscle memory. But then w- whenever there's a, a thing that's very slightly out of the norm, you know, it, like even just getting into, like, I like Uber so much because um, getting cabs in New York, it's a great system. But then when you get out and you've got to pay, and you've got to walk through the, you know, I've got to walk through this, this system, which is all very cool. And it's, you know, the screens on the back of the, the, uh, seats, um, with the chip and pin machines and stuff, but it, it just takes me so much longer because I've got to like literally look at every pixel and figure out what's going on. Uh, in the meantime, the guy's just like, I just want to pick up my next fare. Um, they're not contactless in New York either, are they? Uh, not in most places there is a couple um but mm. i think like they're more like it's apple pay rather than con- contactless i think they're, okay. they, they're a little bit more of the idea that apple invented the idea of contactless whereas okay uh, so yeah. when i was saying about stockholm yeah. contactless, there's no apple pay either like, yeah well, of course there wouldn't be yeah that's mental that re- that's really surprising do you know why is there like a i, just have, well, I haven't been to anywhere yet that's, that's got contactless okay maybe maybe it's because they went all in on cards earlier than other places but then, and so maybe they haven't refreshed their machines. Uh, and stuff. Okay. Hmm. Because if you if you imagine, so if you're a large supermarket chain, you're going to turn over your ecosystem quite quickly. Yeah. Just because volume and because of the deals you're going to get from people, and because of the changes you're going to be constantly making, and because um they refit the supermarkets and because they're constantly reworking the user journeys of supermarkets constantly mm-hmm. um so uh the Sainsbury's near us was the last one to go contactless and that's gone contactless mm-hmm. when the new co-op opened that was immediately contactless because it was brand because it was brand new yeah. um i've been going no i'm not i'm not being a wanker about this but i've only gone into places that have been independent mm-hmm. today because that seems to be the vibe mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been into a restaurant, I've been into a coffee shop, I've been into a couple of pubs. Yes, in fairness, when I was in New York, I tried to do the same thing. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't that, that wasn't through design. That was just that's just what yeah, the ecosystem of places here, is here. Mm-hmm. So, if they've all gone con- gone uh, cashless uh, wherever possible, like ten years ago, yeah, they're, they're not. Uh, but they're a small update. business; they're not going to yes. want to change their ecosystem. That makes a lot of sense. So it's it's possibly that. that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Um, the one place yeah. we went to that probably did have contactless was the museum, and it was free to get in. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's, I, it's I, like... I, I'll um, go back tomorrow to buy some tat from the shop, yeah. and I'll tell our report back. Yeah, please do. Follow up. Um, so, uh, yeah, I went um, f- four years ago, and mm. I had a nice time, um, and I, I went, and, yeah, and I went and did the mm. the walking tour of um, Stieglas and stuff. Um, so, what what have you oh. what have you done? Oh, yeah, because that's all your vibe, isn't it? it so, is. what what I've done today is um, been to the kind of culture and history museum. Oh, nice! 
um, which, which, which is about the sort of prehistory of human culture uh, wow. in Sweden going through to the modern day. We didn't do the 20th century room. We did the sort of um, prehistory and then medieval to kind of early modern history. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another room which, which is kind of like 18th, 19th into 20th century mm-hmm. section. Um, but they, 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 that was, was fascinating. We got a, we, we got a sort of a, uh, an English speaking guide doing the, the Viking section, all free. Amazing. Really, really fascinating. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, um, is really, really great about that museum. If anyone ever comes to Stockholm is they've got so much stuff that's so well preserved. Um, most museums, when they're talking about, um, history from sort of five, 600, um, AD, maybe. There's there's kind of kind of bone fragments and a bit of twisted metal. They've got like whole glasses, like drinking glasses, mm. and, um, like whole outfits and stuff that have been preserved. It's it's pretty. So like, wow, that's cool. really good. Yeah, and they um really uh yeah got a new appreciation of Viking culture yeah. or the Viking period as he kept on referring to it to because he was like right three percent of the people in Sweden were Vikings, most okay. of them were farmers. And a couple of a couple of them were soldiers who went off to war, but because you all wrote all of our history for us, <laughs> and not in a colonial way, because obviously they eventually took us over. Yeah. Um, but but essentially, they they didn't keep any. There was no written record of um, Scandinavian culture from Scandinavia. Wow, there were just people in in England going, "Fucking hell, these lads came over in a boat." <laughs> they smashed everything to shit. They're terrifying. Because <laughs> he, he was, he was like, yeah, like no one's, no one's going around in, uh, in three or four hundred BC or in like nine hundred, uh, not BC, uh, nine hundred AD, going, oh yes, and here's some more news about Swedish farming methods. He's like, no one's doing that. All no. that's happening is people that we're invading. <laughs> and uh, this week in Sweden, everybody was kind of cool. Everyone's having a nice time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a good good old relax so um so that was cool i went to uh i went to a pub later on the, in the afternoon because everyone was everyone was about to get ready to go to the concert so we're like, oh we're gonna go back to the hotel but it was like four o'clock in the afternoon and i was an hour from the hotel so i was like well tell you what i'm not going to rush back to watch you get ready and then leave me <laughs> um, i'm just gonna stay in town no i'm not in a crappy way but i was like yeah, yeah i'm gonna stay in town because it'll take me an hour to get home so I mooched around and did a little bit of bar hopping, watching the uh, third, fourth place World Cup uh, final. Um, very strange two two pubs I went to. Very strange experiences. One I was basically in uh, a cellar, about two stories on, underground, uh, surrounded by essentially Swedes and Belgians. So uh, the team we were playing and the team that we recently <laughs> knocked out of the tournament. Yes. Um, keeping very, 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 very quiet. Mm. Uh, I, I had to leave there though because the Belgians in the room they um, they were so bad at watching football they didn't really seem to understand what was going on. Uh, there was a lull in the game and they started doing the broadcast started doing a replay of their first goal, mm. and they all sincerely and without irony oh, no. cheered it and went, "Oh yes, we have a second goal!" Oh. So, lads. Lads, no, that's that's the same goal. You get, you get the transition where the cup goes zoomf, and then they play the thing, and then they, and then they go zoomf, and it goes back into real time. Yeah. Oh, bless them! So I had to I had to leave. I couldn't stay with them. Oh, that's obviously I, not bless them because they're Belgian. Obviously, bless them because they don't know how, how football is watched. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're very, very strange quality football fans. Yeah. yeah, very odd. 
Uh, so I, I left there and I went, was mooching along. There were a few other pubs that said they had the football on. And I walked into this, uh, walked into this one place that, oh yeah, we've, we've got the football. And, um, I sat down. I'm just going to paint you a quick, quick scene. I can send you the picture later if you want. Um, there was a formal dining room. Ooh. All laid up for dinner service. And it did say the sign was like, please come in and watch the football. Right. Okay. They had a busy terrace full of, full of people having coffee and beer and chow. Um, <laughs> And there's a behind them. There's this indoor, big dining room, massive pull down screen that's been pulled down at one end of it, and nobody in there. Oh! So I walked in and I was like, "Oh, can I see in here? Mm-hmm. No one's in here." So, well, second half's just starting. I'm going to sit down. So I turned a chair around from the table to face the screen because I didn't want to mess up the, the posh tablecloth and everything behind me, and sat there. And I'm watching the football and I'm looking around and there's a stage in the corner that's got a, a baby grand piano. <gasps> there's a keytar hanging on the wall. <gasps> ah, and I, I'm trying to, trying to put together how this place works because it was like, if you were going to, if you were going to um, do a Monty Python sketch <laughs> as part of a review show on a stage, <clears throat> right? <laughs> And it was one of the things that happened in a restaurant. <laughs> it's the restaurant that you would imagine you would do for that. It was like <laughs> stuffy 1970s, wants to be French dining room. Uh, yeah, so maybe the Noel Coward analogue is doing, isn't it awfully nice to have a penis on the baby grand? Yes, yeah, exactly that. And then I'm looking around and there are posters all over the place for what must be the house act. Okay. Uh, and it's... You see, this this act appears to be called Rhapsody. Okay. But there are all different things. Not like Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but there there are all these different si- things, and it's like different adjectives with then Rhapsody written under them. So, uh, so okay. it's like Rock Rhapsody. <laughs> right, okay. Laser show Rhapsody. Like, these are these <laughs> adjectives. Um, but, you know, it's all kind of like these different kind of... Laser, it wasn't even laser show. It was all sorts of different styles and genres and callbacks to different things from a across different eras. So he's obviously got different sets that he does. Mm. And it involves a guitar and it involves a baby grand piano. And then he's got, I don't think he's got any platinum records, but there are some of the, some of the things that have on the wall are CDs done as if they're platinum records in frames. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens in this stuffy dining room where this man's playing a guitar and he's doing kind of like, um, ELO songs or something. I, I <laughs> Absolutely baffled. And I sat there and I watched the second half of the football with nobody else. And I wasn't forced to buy a beverage. Wow. And then I left. Cool. And my last, my last thing I'm going to say about Stockholm is, is that, um, because I, um, I was thinking I might go for a run. I still might do that after, after we chat tonight. I didn't have any beer tonight today. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was. They, I think it's because of the alcohol prices. There's a lot of good non-alcoholic beers. Ah. Yeah. So if you've been, been, you've not been, you've been drinking beer, but not alcoholic. Yeah, I've been sort of sampling local non-alcoholic beers, and they, they, they still cost like four quid, but they're like less than half the price of. Would that still because beer, beer? I, I can understand you not wanting to drink alcohol if you're going to go for a run. Yeah, but would you not still be? Would it not effectively be like running like the um, Kool Aid guy with a load of beer sloshing around in you? 
running like the Kool-Aid. Yeah, you know, you know the um the big jug of Kool-Aid. Is it Kool-Aid? Uh that goes, "Oh yeah," and busts through windows and uh it's uh, it's an American advertising trope. Um it's basically a massive um walking bipedal jug of Kool-Aid. Right. Um I, yeah, essentially think of it more like it's been a hot day and I've had three cold drinks. Mhm. Between sort of 12 and um the last one I had would have been about 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not obviously criticising. I'm just wondering. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no I know. I, not I know what you're saying. Like, I, yeah. I, I wasn't because you, if you're drinking on alcohol beer, you're not like sinking pint after pint anyway. No. Um. Yeah. So. True. So yeah, no. I it was a it was a very hot day. I had some had some coffee this morning. And we went out for a walk, and yeah, throughout the day, I had, I had three cold drinks mm-hmm. that were sort of like half half pint. Yes. No, that like makes sense actually. Because if I had three like Diet Cokes, for example, or three Coke Zeros, I wouldn't think anything of that if I was later in the day going to go yeah. for a run. So yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes exactly. sense. And, uh, and actually, there's um, there's a school of thought that says uh, that's good carbohydrates for later. Yes. Yeah, g- genuinely there is. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I believe you. Uh, stop me if I told you this before, but there are some beers that they actually market as sports drinks. Uh, I don't think you have told me that before. So uh, Erdinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erdinger Weissbier have an alcohol-free version, and they, uh, they they genuinely have on the label that it's isotonic, right? And they sponsor like sports events and triathlons and things like that, and they give people bottles of it at the end. Gosh! And they do market it as a sports drink because it's it's well balanced with minerals and um, protein and not protein, yeah, but minerals and carbohydrates and stuff that you've that you'll have lost. Well. So I'm, I'm enjoying Stockholm tomorrow. I'm going on a. I've got a long day out. We're going on a boat cruise around the ar- ar- archipelago. Oh wow! Um, stopping at different islands, going swimming, and eating food. And oh, that's real beer. Great. Yes. So that that I mean, we went off on a few tangents, but that went much longer than I thought it was going. to. I was just going to tell you that they don't they don't have cash. <laughs> the non-alcoholic beers are quite good, and that I went to a, a a pub that was a dining room that had a keto. That's all I wanted to tell you, really. Because ketars have been prevalent in our life recently, they have. Um, you, uh, I've still got one in my uh, in my bedroom. Um, have you managed to make it work? I haven't tried yet. I, I think um, what needs what needs doing is is it plugging in via um, USB, as you and and Tother John suggested. Uh, yeah. And and so I think I think that's what I'd need to need to try and do uh, is just plug it into my laptop here um, and and just have a play, but. In that sense, it would just be like any any um, keyboard. I mean, you know, I have a keyboard anyway, so I think the novelty is being able to uh, walk around with it and, and obviously sway from side to side. Um, but it was essentially it's a MIDI controller, isn't it? A keytar. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, back back in the day, so you set up an instrument in a computer, and then you. Well, back in the day, it probably wasn't. Back in the day, it oh, probably right. was a, a self-contained. Like, if I think about Erasure, um, mind you, because I was thinking about Top of the Pops, they would have been miming, even though they quote unquote never mimed um, on Top of the Pops. There was an interesting story about that. Um, there might have been, uh, yeah, it was, it was Adam Buxton who talked about that. The fact that they, uh, they, uh, they, there was something where they they weren't supposed to mime, but they would re-record the tracks. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it was so, some, some weird thing where they, they basically did mine, but not to the right. original song. They re-recorded it. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I imagine back in the day there would have been self-contained synths, whereas this one is like proper modern 
as as modern as a Keytar can be, um, a, a more modern affair. I mean, I've seen Boothby Graffo. Do you know who that is? No. Boothby Graffo is a comedy um, musician, and he has one of my favourite jokes, which is uh, I saw a Frenchman um, walking uh, the, the other day and uh, stopped and uh, I said to him, oh, how have you been doing? He said, well, I've, um, I've uh, just uh, made love to a horse. Oh, right. Well, how was that? <laughs> um, which obviously you need to see the face, but you know, you get the joke. Um, but he, he does some comedy songs and he did, uh, he did a set when he was supporting Bare Naked Ladies a few years ago. And he's got a guitar that looks like an acoustic. Um, but it's a MIDI controller. Um, right. and so it's, you know, strings and everything like it plays like a guitar, absolutely plays like a guitar. Um, and, and it, like, whether it's got like a standard normal, just here is, here's the pickups and you can turn that on. Cause it like didn't sound at all like, um, a MIDI guitar. So we played that and then did some loop pedal stuff and then went on to, d- to do some of the bits where he just put different voices on like, um, like that, oh, ah, ah, or, you know, like the MIDI voice type stuff and, and weird yeah. other noises that he was just playing on the strings. Um, and wow. I've never seen anything like that before. It's very cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. So the background to the guitar yes. is that in episode 41? Yeah, I think so. Of Beware of the Leopard, we talked about musical instruments and um, the conclusion that we came up with was that nobody's come up with a new musical instrument really since the guitar <laughs> and that, that, that's the most space aging musical instrument ever that's that's it it's peaked yeah and so as we episode 42 was going to be a, our special live show at the birmingham podcast festival uh john and i tried to get hold of a, a guitar one well, more john than <laughs> me, to be honest. I, I think i put the idea in his head and then he ran with it um You're more of an uh, idea we, we decided to uh, we decided to try and get you a guitar, and John did very 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 well. However, there was a there was an embarrassing situation related to that. So our plan was to get a guitar and present it to you at the end of our live show, and get you to try and learn it on the hoof and pull it, play us out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, in doing this, we thought the best way of getting it would be to ask the people of Birmingham if they had a guitar to lend us. I'd already tried. I'd asked quietly asked some people who. Um, we're very pleased to be mentioned, but as the person most likely to have a key to yeah. we're very, uh, we're very chuffed to be described in those terms, but they didn't have one. Um, uh, so, so John was like, all right, well, we've got, we've got a Twitter account that's read by mostly people in Birmingham and they're all the sorts of lovely wankers. Oh, that's why I was blocked by Paradise Circus. Yes. Yes. So we, we blocked you so you couldn't see us. Oh, that's tweeting. adorable. Can we have a keto? That's so sweet. And within minutes of us doing it and asking and asking the question, you, you got on the text. Why have I been blocked? What's going on? Why have you blocked me? Because I wanted to pass something along that you'd said, and it may even have been the keto thing. Because like I, I, I may have seen it, uh, and that might have been the thing that I tried to retweet, and it <laughs> wouldn't let me retweet it. And I was like. Why wouldn't it let me? And then I started well, and it said, no, you have been blocked. I was like, hang on, I'm sure this was a, but what? <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to retweet that because we did, we did block you first. Yeah, no, I know, but before I saw. We, before we did the text. But yeah, I know, but I saw, I did see a tweet that through some fault of the API, I should not have been able to see. Maybe you saw it through Podium or something instead. I don't. One of your other accounts, and then you thought this isn't a job for this account. This is a you job know what? For maybe, Leopard. maybe, yeah, maybe I saw it in the Beware the Leopard account or something. That's a good, good chat. It could have been that. There you go. 
Uh, we haven't thought of that. We should have blocked all of you. No, we should have blocked all your alts as well. Uh, you played it off very well. Because, um, like, I'm, yeah, we just we just went. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes it's uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so credulous. The old, the old delete account bug trick. <laughs> now that's never that's never been confirmed or denied by anyone, has it? Um, you know the thing I'm talking about here. I think so, but r- run it th- run it through. I think I do. So there is there is what, to the best of my knowledge, is uh, an urban legend <laughs> that there is a Twitter bug that occasionally unfollows people. Yes, on your behalf, at your behest, uh, without your not on your behest, on its own. It just takes it upon itself to unfollow people, and so people have historically said, "Oh God, oh." You can't DM me. Oh, Twitter must have unfollowed you. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. It's that bug again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that has enough currency that people, you do see people say, oh, oh, has Twitter unfollowed you again? I'm so sorry. I'll add you back in. It's, it's, it's the Twitter bug. Yeah. And then some people have said, mm-hmm. some people have, have said that Twitter have built it in as a feature to randomly unfollow people occasionally to create a socially acceptable way oh, for of getting sake. out of the situation <laughs> when someone can't DM you because you've unfollowed them. Yeah. They, now, they, if they've done that, if they've done that, they there's no reason why they can't also allow people to fucking edit tweets. Thank you! You literally made the point I was going to make. Like, they definitely <laughs> haven't done that because they can't get <laughs> us to the point where we can edit tweets, but they've got a social engineering program that makes it feel... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does give a lot of credit that is undeserved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the, we, we should talk very briefly for like five minutes um, about the festival because it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's where the story we're going. So unfortunately, we we, we managed to get you the, the the key seller. It was kicking around the festival all bastard day with me trying to make sure you didn't see it. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Before we but gave it to you, it's not, it's not surprising. But no, I didn't. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. I, no, no, you don't. You don't need to take that as a as a as a me being a bar. Like, it, honestly, like I don't. You were busy. You were very busy, and you were focused on other things. I, I, I trip over things, but I don't think I don't. Um, things don't visually occur to me. Uh, that, that's why, like, when I go shopping, it takes me much longer because I have to look for things. I don't just see bargains. So the idea that I would have seen a black device lying around somewhere is is, is very unlikely. So, uh, no, and, and as it happens, I didn't. <laughs> as it visually occurs to me, it was yeah. uh, a short-lived Richard Herring podcast. Yes! <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was it was lurking in a number of different places, and you you were stood very close to it. On <laughs> At one point, it was it was wrapped in in a in a sort of a I can only describe it as um, uh, a slightly offensive nineteen seventies rug. Uh, offensive in the sense of it seemed to be some sort of Western pastiche of Apache uh, Indian oh, <laughs> decorative yeah. fabric. Oh no. And I've probably been really offensive saying Apache Indian because you know, what, what, what do I know about the difference between tribes? Um, but Wait, of Americans, the first, the first yeah. peoples. Yeah, no. So it, it did seem to have that kind of that w- what what white people imagined <laughs> Native Americans might have had kind of patterning to it. Well. I don't know where that I don't know where that ended up. Yes, no. Someone's picnic blanket. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, most of the time it was just lying there, just being being a keto. It's, it was like it was like the bear that uh, walks past the back of that video. Sure, 
You don't know that meme? Okay. <laughs> this was a meme about, um, it was a, it was a, a, a safety video about things that you don't see. Okay. Uh, and there was some, there, there was some kids doing some dancing or playing basketball or something in the foreground. I can't remember what it, what it was. And a giant bear that looked very much like the Hofmeister mascot. Right. Walked through the background. Oh, and wow. it got to the end of the video and went, oh, you didn't see the bear, did you? Uh, and then when you watch it back, you see the bear. Uh, I don't know what it was an advert for, Mark. <laughs> it was something to do with safety, something to do with just keep an eye out because bears might be around. Well, it's like um, Atkinson Stanley. You know, that was, a, that was a milk advert, but uh, I don't know how many people will remember that it was an advert for milk. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that's definitely a milk advert because oh, yeah. the, the, full, the full bit is milk. Yeah, it's what Ian Rush drinks. That's it. And he said, if I don't drink enough milk, <laughs> I'll only be good enough to pay for Accrington Stanley. Accrington Stanley! Here with they? Exactly. Knock it off! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, no, I, that's, that's known as a milk advert, surely. I'm sure it is. But, you know, it's... Well, okay, so here's a test for you. Mm. Um, I'm going to do a line, and you've got to tell me what it was for. Mm-hmm. We want to be together. I knew that was exactly the line you were going to do. Um, yeah. And it is either for... Is it the Prudential? I think it's the Prudential. Yeah. It's definitely a finance company. Yeah. And of course, that was... Uh, that was um, Mark R- Ron Weasley's dad. Mark, Mark what? Williams? William, Mark Williams? 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 <laughs> Mark Williams? <laughs> Williams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still confuses me that Ron Weasley is clearly a Cockney and everyone else in his family is a Brummie. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Gin- Ginny's very home counties. Yes. Yeah, yeah. even though she is a Brummie, but she doesn't play it. Oh, she is the girl of Brummie? Oh, sorry. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, just, sorry. Julianne, Julie Thing is a Brummie, but she doesn't play it as a Brummie? No, she does play it as a Brummie. Okay. You, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You'll, you'll have greater knowledge of it than I have. So, sorry, I didn't mean to... Uh, no. No, no, no. That's... I've watched it. I've watched it fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. the kids are watching it now. No, um, no, I, I would no, um, be more conversant in it than I am. No, the the gro- the grown ups in the family and the um, the twins in the family mm. um, are all Brummies. And I think I can't remember if the, I can't remember if they if the eldest of the kids plays as a, as a Brummie or not because he doesn't really talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And um, then, then there's the Cockney and the, the, the and the girl from Hereford, yeah, not Hereford, um, Hertfordshire, where her, her, hurricanes hardly happen. <laughs> what in Hereford, Hertfordshire, and Hampshire, hurricanes hardly happen. Really? It's, is that is that is it a vocal from, warm-up exercise? No, no, it's from um, My Fair Lady, um, and it's the uh, the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Oh, is is so. So much like the the milk advert, that's the bit that no one remembers. Yeah, in in something, it's something like in um, Hereford, Hampshire, and Hertfordshire, Hereford, and Hampshire hurricanes hardly happen. Something like that, because obviously the the whole thing is stop dropping your H's, um, ah. and that's the idea of that. Mm. But it is very much a second verse of Old Lang Syne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh ah, that reminds me um i wanted to put a tweet but uh, out but i I do too many of these so i'll just say it on thread um i i want to stop people who think that the canonical version of the song hey baby has a bit in it where it goes ooh ah 
it doesn't. That was a that was a remix that was released about ten years ago. There was a flash in the pan, but now everyone's decided that that song from the sixties has a bit in the middle that goes ooh ah, and oh, it doesn't. Wow. You know the song, uh, mate, don't you? There's a lot. There's a lot to unpick here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Firstly, I, I'm going to need to listen back to the back to the tape immediately because seemingly you said you said ooh ah. Mm-hmm. Like there was something you had to say, and then the thing was about who are, which takes us back to PHP hypertext preprocessing. Really, this is like a recursive bit. I don't understand yeah. what happened there. That was an aerobarous, um, uh, yes. uh, um, um, um ejaculation. Yes. Um, wow. Yes. <laughs> Title. <laughs> So, um, wow, when did that, when, <laughs> when did that come out? Oh, like 2004, something like 2003. Oh, so it's, I mean, like that's, that's you, like the, like you get these tweets sometimes, you know, uh, the, the time when they added OOR to Hey Baby is as close to today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, cause there was, um, there's a subtler one. To the original. There's a more subtle one, one, which is, um, the song "Build Me a Buttercup" because that was that was done around the same time as well, and there's a very slight vocal change that, that, that they did in that, and it's like that's now become canon. So because I, I like I go to a lot of family parties, and so uh, that th- those songs get played a lot. And then I was watching the reason it came up is I was watching a uh, Facebook or I scrolled past and saw the subtitles of a Facebook video from the Trump protest yesterday, which was right. them singing um, "Hey Trumpy, ooh." Ah, uh, I want to know why you're such a cunt. And that's not how the, well, it's obviously not how the song goes, but the, the canonical version does not have a bit in the middle that goes, ooh, ah, uh, and we should, I wish we'd stop doing it. And I think it's football people that have persisted it because I think it's one of those that's gone round the, round the terraces, as they say. So, so what happened to Build Me Up Buttercup? Are you, are you, are you sure that you're not confused with the fact that the canonical version of Build Me Up Buttercup is from 1995? Ah, <laughs> oh, such a great film. Um, yeah. The no, the, the, there was there was a remix that was that was around the same time as the the Hey Baby remix. It was probably by the same, you know, DJ Swedish name or something. Um, DJ Swedish name. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ Kasperson. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's a very, there's, there's just like, because again, like it comes back to these things that my brain can't help but notice that aren't important is that, um, it's, it's, uh, it's the bit where it goes, um, I'll be, I'll be home. I'll be beside the phone waiting for you. Ooh. And it's very slightly different that in the remix, they do it more like the Supremes do in, um, in Motown songs. Um, right. and, uh, and that's fine. Like, I, I, honestly, like it's, it's the most inconsequential thing that's ever occurred ever, but my brain just can't help but pinging on it. Um, but Especially the, being as the goops did it better, mate. Uh, yep. Um, but the, uh, who did it? Sorry. <laughs> the goops. Right. That's the Build Me a Buttercup yeah. version from Morats. Oh, wow. Nice. This is the thing I alluded to before. I thought you were on board. Oh, uh, no, I was, I was thinking of, um, which was There's like, another film from only, the 90s yeah, yeah, only like a year or two later. Um, mm. which, yeah, it wouldn't have been 95. Now I actually stopped to think about it. I was thinking about something about Mary. Oh, which has everyone singing it at the end of the, uh, the end of the film. It does. I really, that was a, that was a film that I had no expectations of. And I can't remember having enjoyed a film so much, you know, it was one of those where I was like, 
I, I'm noting now how much I enjoyed this film that I didn't realize I was going to, and I'm only like 16, but I really dug that film when, when I watched is, it. Is something about Mary, the one with the, the four abs? <laughs> yes, it is. Brilliant. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably my favorite Ben Stiller bit. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, um, the, he was also in Dumb and Dumber. He's the guy who drinks the pee in Dumb and Dumber. Um, cause he's very good at faces. Um, right. yeah. So we've saying that's my favorite Ben still a bit. Like that means I've just discounted all of Dodgeball. So yeah, probably not. I mean, it. he's the straight man in most of most of those things, as he was in in something about Mary. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I really like. He's not, he's not the straight man in Dodgeball. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, he's he's the villain. Yes, he's very much the villain. Mm. Mm. Did you know? Because I, 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 you know, back in the days of DVDs, I, I used to sit and watch extras. Did you know that they wanted Dodgeball to end sad? Oh really? Mm, they they wanted them to lose, uh, oh, and uh, like in 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 a shock turnabout, um, the Hollywood studios got it right, and they said uh, not not so much with that. No, it needs it's a comedy film, dickhead. Um, you need to end it the way you end a proper film, uh, and so they went and and redid the ending. But yeah, they were gonna they were gonna get them to lose, which would have been like that's not how you make one of those types of films. It's a bold strategy, Cotton, but let's see if it pays off. <laughs> Uh, do we need to button this up? Because uh, you've uh, we, we've got a hard out. But enough, Buttercup. No, no, we can go. We can go longer. Because um, I want to talk about. I still want to talk about the festival. Yeah. So the festival. Uh, so far, the only picture we've painted in everyone's mind <laughs> is that I've got. I, I've got an ob- obscure instrument <laughs> that Mark kept not, not, not over. John has brought. John has procured um, uh, an obscure instrument, which I'm assisting him in the hiding of. <laughs> Um, which you're tripping over for the whole thing, which we then present you with as part of a visual joke for an audio, <laughs> for, for a live recording of an audio show uh, that's a callback to an episode that probably no one's even heard at that particular point. no one point. in the room. Uh, and, and, and also, you know, crucially, the, the machine doesn't make any noise. So I just uh, mime. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't work. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that brings everyone up to speed. Um, you're, you're, you're miming for the tape yep. playing... I'm mining for seven for the seven people who didn't leave after their they did their uh, their, 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 their their bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. So, um, starting with Beware the Leopard, let's just let's 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 talk about that. How do you how do you think the show went? I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I wasn't, uh, and I'm, I uh, I've just been watching how to irritate people, and there is um, a sketch in which Graham Chapman um, tries to elicit praise from Michael Palin by saying how brilliant Michael Palin's performance was, and he's just right. dying for Michael Palin to turn to him and say, "Oh no, you you were brilliant too." So bear that in mind when I say I wasn't. Yeah particularly fond of my performance uh, and so mm-hmm. i was very grateful for the three of you and and i think um mvp is 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 danny for uh yeah. for, for the the drink making um because yeah. that that aside it would have been a fairly hodgepodge bland episode um because i didn't want to do a bunch of reading on stage i didn't prepare that much um and you know, I mean, it would have been fine because we would have done the drafts and we were like, we had enough content. Um, we had loads of content. We had too much. Yeah. Um, and so the, the second half ended up being the drink and it was very funny, uh, and, uh, and, and really enjoyable. And everybody keyed off each other and, and made each other laugh. And like my dad, you know, who was, because my dad's one of those people, bless him. He's just like, he'll go to these things. Um, because, you know, I don't know what's going on. Some, but I want to support you. Um, and, uh, 
so you know he he enjoyed the show like he really enjoyed it and he's he has no idea what hitchhikers oh. is um, oh, that's good you know there was a nice little dad corner with him <laughs> him and uh and danny's dad they were they were mates they were firm friends by the end of it and it was lovely yeah um so but yeah like that that's so we, we had a lot we had a lot planned and i think because we've not i mean we've we've all performed live together before yeah um but that was but that was that was rehearsed scripted. Yeah, yeah, highly scripted and and, and rehearsed. Very tight, um, yeah. We um we often go long on leopard, mm-hmm. we often cut cut a lot of stuff out to get down to the sort of 30 40 minutes thing. So, um there's a lot to learn there in terms of 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 liveness. I actually on reflection. So the things I've thought about on reflection. So what we what we had was a script which was supposed to be a draft of Hitchhiker's characters intercut with the idea that the guide is on shuffle because we normally go alphabetical. So we were each going to be thrown a thing from the guide to talk about as well. And that Danny was going to make a pangaloptic goggle blaster. In the end, we got one pick each, <laughs> one thing on shuffle, and Danny's bit with the pangaloptic goggle blaster was fantastic. We actually managed um, three things on shuffle, but they, we did give them very much. Yeah, we, we, we gave them very short shrift. Because if you remember, one of the things that we ended on was the number 42, which because of John doing his 10 uh, funniest numbers. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, we, we actually had three things. It was JCB, um, the number 42, and the, the first thing was, uh, was, was uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, like I? so. So we yeah. okay. So we 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 did we did get through some of the script, but but really we, not. <laughs> we just said if we just said we're the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. Pangalactic goggle uh, booze is very important. Yeah, and Danny's going to make us a drink, and then just done bits on that. We would have it would have been tight, and it would have been really really good. Our ambition kind of overshot mm. us a bit. And um, here's my controversial take on this: Ooh. I think we could do the Pangalactic Goggle Blaster again, mm-hmm. and I think we could do it better. Mm-hmm. Um, because some of it was, some of the reactions on the night were great because we literally didn't know what Danny was doing. But now we know what he's doing, we can set his jokes up better. So the, the, the best joke, the joke that I enjoyed the most out of that bit, I was a totally unwitting stooge in. And I set Danny up for it really, really, really nicely, but I could have laid it on a lot thicker, which was. He'd been saying to me all week, I'm making this pangalactic goggle blaster. I need some really nice whiskey. John, you like whiskey. Bring me a nice whiskey, John. Just bring me, just, just bring me a nice whiskey, John. And I was like, thinking to myself, well, we can get whiskey at the venue, Dan, but all right, I promised him. So I, he said, oh, just get a nice hip flash, John. Put some whiskey in it for me. <laughs> and what he did on the night was he asked me about the provenance of the whiskey. And I told a story that it was very, 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 very special whiskey. And do you remember why? Uh, no, I, I, honestly, that bit is a bit of a blur. Okay, so so Danny goes, John, have you got the whiskey? I was like, yeah, here it is, Danny. He's like, right, so I need this whiskey. This is one of the, one of the ingredients. John, tell me about the whiskey. And I said, well, it's it was it's very special, actually, Dan. You asked me to bring something special. I brought something special for you. It was uh, it was a gift for being the best man. Oh yeah, at my at my at my friend's wedding. And Danny, oh, you you a good best man, John? And I was like, yeah, it was great. It went really really well. And he talks to me about that. Like, That's great, John. That's great. And uh, what, tell me, and he's, he's pouring bits of it in all the glasses. And he goes, tell me, John. Tell me, John. Um, what? Tell me about the whiskey itself. What is it? And I go, oh, it's a it's a Highland Park twelve year old. I think it's called Viking Honor. It's oh good. Is it Petey? And I go, yeah. He goes, great. And then he throws it all behind his he- head <laughs> out the glasses. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell have you just done? And he was like, yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> 
But I could have laid it on a lot, lot thicker, and we could have hit that pun. We could have hit that mark much, much, much better if we'd actually done that as a script yeah. a bit. Um, That's. I mean, that it's like the, there is definitely. Um, something in that like the, uh, uh, doing that if we were ever to to be asked to do a thing uh, yes, at a place that's what like, i'm saying that, yeah that is a set piece that would work that is a set piece now that's in our repertoire yeah because it did it you know with him knocking back the uh, the rum uh, <laughs> constantly like that was really good like his comic timing is very 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 good uh, it is. he knows it's great for radio uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes um but like, yeah, uh, he he comes across like, and, and he you know he handled the um you know we we got someone up uh, from the audience uh, yeah who was you know shock horror someone I didn't know <laughs> yeah that was great um and uh, who came up and, and read um read the instructions and she did a great job and and he was really good at, at working with her and like yeah that whole thing worked so beautifully well. Um, that it, yeah, we could have absolutely, absolutely made that the show, um, yeah. and it is something that we could we could turn into a twenty minute, half hour, like really tight, bit yeah. that we could we could you know tour around to do 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 a few places. So yeah, we could absolutely. So that's good. I'm glad glad, glad we've agreed. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, was um, I I was worried after the I was worried after the fact that I might have been laying it on a bit too thick because I know Danny, Danny kept going, well, why, why are you talking to me like that? And I was like, I'm, I'm literally trying to describe what you're doing for people. <laughs> was I, was I being a bit too, or did it, cause I'm not listening back to the show yet. I have did it all come, I haven't did the visual stuff in, come across? Okay. I, I honestly haven't listened back in full. The, the right. report that I had, uh, just cause I, I, I'm not emotionally ready to, um, just cause like I said, I wasn't particularly yeah. happy with my performance so it would just put a pull on it but um, that's the same reason why i haven't listened yeah to be honest. okay well they, that's, that's fair enough um no the, i mean the report back i had was was good so um okay. I, yeah i, I my, my recollection of it is because I, I tend to have a decent enough um sort of nose for that kind of thing and i think you you did yeah. a very good job of explaining what was going on because okay. you've got you you have a sort of you're very good at being all right, and I, I, I mean this in the best possible sense. Like, all right, we're all having fun, but we've also sort of got a job to do. So, you know, yeah. let, let's one of us be a grown up and explain what's going on because we are ostensibly right. recording a podcast. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't have been equipped to do that. And uh, so you did that very well. Okay. Okay, that's good. Mm. Cool. So I, I think I think on balance, yeah, like you, I'm not quite ready to listen back to it, but I think I think the other two did well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I concur. <clears throat> Um, you know, I, I guess probably because it was all us. It was probably the bit. Of the, it was probably the bit of the festival that I enjoyed the least. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the festival a lot. Good. And um, for for me, definitely the breakout star of the whole thing was the um, Cats Cabinet crew. Yeah, they were so funny. Yeah, they were great. They were so so funny. So uh, any thread listeners, I definitely com- commend this podcast to them. Um, is it Cat's Cabinet? Of yeah, it's, it's uh, links in the show notes because God forbid you try and type it all in um, to the internet. But because uh, they they didn't, <laughs> I mean, they could have gone for like because uh, on on Podium, which is where they host it, um, that you know you choose what's effectively going to be your website address, and they could have taken Cat. <laughs> like there isn't another podcast that's using that subdomain, but instead they've gone for the entire Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities dot oh. So just. <clears throat> tap the link in the show notes 
it was um it was their their show worked really really well in yeah. the festival and yeah. i've i've started listening to the podcast more regularly oh, cool it's it's very 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 funny the the chemistry between the two presenters is great yeah to, um, i think to possibly to be um uh, a clubon apologist um a clubon no um uh, tom tom clubon uh, is the uh, is the tom uh, of okay two. um right. and I, I like saying his name um he ended up having to leave because he was unwell. So um, oh. I think he probably didn't feel his best um, because I, like, I, I know how sharp he is. Um, and, yeah. you know, he is on the show and like he, he produces the show and, and does all the editing and it sounds really good, um, you know, because they, they, they take care over that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really nice show. And I was delighted that um, that Kat especially went to the lengths that she did um, you know, she really wanted to make sure that, I mean, she was lovely about it, but like I could tell it was really important that the slideshow work. And yeah. I think she was trying to communicate, look, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if it didn't, but I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, Marcus yeah. uh, at the, the, the back of the venue was able to get it to work because it, the comic timing of, of Tom being able to read what was happening and the absurdness yeah. of the, of the slideshow um, all came together and it was beautiful. And, and I think Kat's going to be recording a YouTube video. Um, taking the slides and just yeah i think they i think they had a video going during it actually no i mean um okay. uh the 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 slideshow they're going to turn that into a video underlaid oh. with the podcast audio <clears throat> oh awesome so you know those that haven't heard it uh, those that haven't seen yeah. it will be able to experience the whole so so for those who have not heard it, their show's about uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, partly, yeah, but there's there's other things that they talk and about, but yeah. Uh, there's all mystery things, yeah. and, and essentially Cat brings something that's totally bananas yeah. and uh, I, like, to Tom I haven't and, wanted and, and to has tell. to explain it to Tom and convince him about exactly. it. Exactly, like, and, and someone was asking, oh, you know, because someone who'd been there on the Saturday was asking, yeah. oh, what was, what was the, the Cat's Cabinet show like? And I said, it was really good. I'm not going to tell you what it's about because you should listen, not because I'm yes. trying to do the promotion promotion thing but because you will get a much bigger laugh if you don't know what it is because you'll be like everyone else uh and yes. you know you, you'll enjoy it so much better so yeah yeah um it's I, i've i've listened to the owl murder one and yeah. that's fantastic yeah that's that, that that is fantastic so i think i i think in terms of the the festival i I, I like to. I like to think I made a few podcasting friends. I, I hope that's nice. I, I hope those. I hope some of the people who I met would would say that I was their podcasting friend. Oh, I'm please. That. Um, so that that was that was very 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 nice. I think um, you did a fantastic job setting everything up, dealing with the the football problems <laughs> uh, because um, football happened. Um, it was it was coming home at that point, and um, it was it was aff- affecting things badly um do you think a week on taking it all into account everything that happened the 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 highs the lows the goods and good and the bad do you think as a general position you would do it again yeah just not um so i I don't mean this to uh to disparage you but i did a lot um you did and i'm not equipped to do that again that amount of work again um yeah for my own um, for my own sanity um mm-hmm. it is not healthy to keep going up and down because i mean part of it is and i i, I said this to, to some family a couple of days ago like no no one else knows this um but you've got a secret smile um <clears throat> no no one else knows this but um i 
Uh, Sorry, I'm laughing about the semi-sonic thing. Yeah, I um, appreciated it. That was that was a, a big meme during the weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, as soon as people were... Because um, we, we did the thing and then we hung out for not very much longer and then everybody started mm. to go home. And that was profoundly depressing um, right. because, it, you know, it just... It, Became aware, and we, <clears throat> one day I may do a podcast that talks more about this. I don't know, but um, probably not with you because it's you know you, you also have a show on, on here. Um, it's not all about me. That I was going home to you know two cats and 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 a, and a big single bed, and um, it was it was all just brought home like after all of the, the not just the adrenaline, but everyone having a, a really nice time and seeing all my friends and being able to bring some very dear friends together, um, yeah. having an excuse to bring them together, I should say, uh, having you yeah. know, given them an excuse to come down and see each other was fucking lovely. Um, and then like that just, uh, and now I'm getting a lift back and then I'm just back in my flat and, and like, it's not even midnight and, Oh, okay. Um, and so there's, there's that aspect, but there's also the, um, just worrying about everything that I just, yeah. uh, it's, it's not, I, yeah. no, I think I, I think this has been, the, this has been the lesson. Like I, I'd, I'd said to myself before that I needed to go through this because I need to learn what it's like to put on something that, that uh, it, it's, it's end up turning out better than I think my worst imaginings were in terms of who who came um right. but like i was like even if no one comes i need to do this i need to put this on because uh, quite apart from the fact that people have taken the time to uh come and they've prepared material and they, they want to come and do their show also i need yeah. to learn failure and and actually see it instead of like avoiding it you know i, I i've um i bailed on um on ignite because there, there weren't the tickets and we lost one of the speakers and then you know uh the, the help didn't turn up and various things and i cancelled before the show um mm -hmm. and so i've never i've been lucky enough i guess that I've, I've never really organized i've organized parties that no one's turned up to but i've never organized an event in this sense mm -hmm. that like no one turned up to and i need to go through that um but what i I, I think I think I've done all that, and um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of psychological stuff around this that I'm not saying that um, is probably not fit. Um, that, you know, may, maybe maybe something to go into at another stage, but certainly not on on this show. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff bubbling around up in up in that head, um, and. Uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't think I need the drama. Um so I I I'd love I want to do it again, but I need like a right hand person or a mm -hmm. or a someone to do some some of the sort of proverbial heavy lifting or whatever. So because I'd love to get it to a place where it's a multi track event and maybe we don't just make it um because one of the things I realized and sorry, I know I'm speaking a lot. One of the things I realized is What's really cool about this is that it doesn't have to be a local, it doesn't have to be a Birmingham podcast festival. It can be right. uh, a festival of independent podcasts because, um, right. or an independently minded festival. Because if you look at the King, the, the one that's the King's Place, the London one, that's organized by mm. King's Place. Like it's uh, organized by a very lovely woman who works at and for King's Place. So it's not an independent right. festival. Um, whereas ours, 
absolutely was. Um, you know, and, and like it, it was financed out of the money I make as a freelance, you know, web developer. <laughs> That's basically what paid for it. Um, <clears throat> and so that spirit I think is really interesting. So being a festival that celebrates independent podcasts that are maybe on very small networks or on no networks uh, and, and don't necessarily pull in the ads, but of whatever. Um, and, and maybe having a multi-track event that's on somewhere like the Mac uh, where people can mm-hmm. go from one place to another and don't feel like they have to quote unquote, sit through a particular show. If they're not digging it, mm. they can go to another one um, like a proper festival. That would be, that would be awesome. That would be incredible. But um, like, this one didn't come close to breaking me or anything, but I think that idea probably would break my brain off. Um, and, uh, like, yeah, so it was, it was, it was uh, enough of a job doing it this year with, uh, we should have got a presenter and uh, you suggested doing that. Um, and I, I was, I think I was just reluctant to bring another person on just because mm. it's another person you have to rely on, honestly, uh, as, as shitty as that sounds, um, from past experience, things happen to people um and and yeah. stuff so um but that actually would have been better um but you know like the just hindsight's twenty twenty and all that like i i don't have i don't particularly have any regrets it's just um i'm uh i'd love to do it again but i'm not jumping out of bed to um to to pull out the stops myself um because it takes a lot yeah it does it does you put you put in a, a lot, and I think the the football curveball in particular, I think was was very very hard. Yeah, and it's things like that. Like I don't need to have to melt down all the time. I don't mm. need an environment where I keep having to melt down over things. Um, mm. And you've been the brunt of a lot of me melting down over quite a few things. And um, I, you know, I, I appreciate that. Um, that, that you've sort of been that, that cushion. Um, because I think without that, it becomes, it becomes harder. Um, that's certainly, you know, with Ignite, I didn't really have anyone. Um, when, when things started to fall apart, just because people are unreliable, I didn't really have someone that I could complain to. Um, and, and, you know, you, you were kind of that guy. Um, and, you know, you, you brought us, um, you brought us a, a, a couple of shows that, you know, one, one in particular was, uh, was was a, a great a great listen. Um, so yeah, cool. Well, that's 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 good. Lisa mm. did something. I mean, I, I I did feel all along that I wasn't doing enough. Um, so in the in the in the sort of spirit of a of a of a project retro, really, I think um, you 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 need to let more stuff go. Um, and I need to learn how to get you to give stuff up a bit more. Mm. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's something that you recognize in the, in, in the way it went, but I, I felt like there were times where I was like saying, can, can you, can you give me something concrete to do? Yes. And I didn't feel that I had anything concrete to do. Um, yes. And then I was very aware that, that it was hard on you because you were doing everything. And so it's, it's like a slightly frustrating. Yeah. Position to be in. Absolutely. Um, and like, I, I, I get that. And I think, um, I, I, I have another collaboration which works in a very different way. Um, mm. and that is much more two people sort of kind of working, not at opposite ends, but working at two ends of a, <laughs> um, it's like the, um, 
Lady in the Tramp scene where the, the two people are work- the, the, the the two dogs are working at the two ends of the piece of spaghetti and they meet in the middle. Um, yeah. And I thought that's what was going on. And then I realized, I think you were looking for me to be like, give you direction. And I was looking yeah. at you to be like, I thought we were. I thought we were both giving each other direction and, and like ah. that. And, and so I, and I realized that part way through and I realized that was the mode and, and like I couldn't stop and have that reset because there's no way to do that over text that doesn't sound utterly yeah. shitty. Like I thought we would do, you know, that there's no, no way does that come across. Okay. Oh, you can, you can call me. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, that could have, that could have happened as well, but I think I, that probably would have been an emotional conversation and it's oh, probably yeah. better that we do this now because we can be more analytical about it. Um, and, and, yeah. and so like, I recognize that I, I didn't ask anything of you because I, like the, my understanding of, of what we were doing was different. And that's not because of, you know, that, that just came from me being overexcited and being like the, that, that sort of puppy dog energy um, rather than actually saying, okay, well, John has agreed to do a thing with you. Um, so we now need to figure out some demarcation or whatever. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's something, that's something I understand. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <sighs> um, go fairly soon, but yeah. what's, what are the th- three things you'd change about the festival? Um, probably I wouldn't have. So you talked about multi-track. Is that? I I don't think that's because I don't think that's something that we could have changed at the time. Uh, mm. I think that's something that we can maybe do in a year or two years because we are now a thing that exists. Whereas yeah. before we weren't, um, you know, like there are now two people at the BBC who knows what a Birmingham podcast festival is, yeah. uh, which is which is great. Um. And, and, you know, there, there could be, there could be more opportunities for funding, funding and all sorts of stuff that, that could be a thing. Um, so like, no, I, I, I don't sort of think too much about that. Um, I think in retrospect, like I, I am used to, and I enjoy the spit and sawdust aspect of we've got an idea. Let's just, let's mobilize on it. And, and I, you know, right. that's been my modus operandi for the last, like, 10 years of, of doing stuff is moving on stuff, having the ideas and moving on them. Um, and, um, sort of striking while the aren't striking while the excitement's there. And, 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 yeah. you know, that's, that's how we, that's how we did. And, um, I think what probably would have been, obviously the football is a thing. Um, mm. not that it, in, in the end, like not, not that it sort of was ruinous or anything. And, and you know, that that's, that it is what it is, but I think we spent a lot of time trying to find a venue and trying to get the dates right. And I think that's probably a big thing that could have changed because there could have been lots more that was done whilst those things were happening or not happening as the case may be, uh, whilst I was trying to think of a venue and then working with the venue that we had, which ended up being, I think, um, expensive, disappointing in some respects, but was m- sort of massively buoyed up by the fact that actually we had a guy who, from a tech perspective, which is so often what you need, um, yeah. sort of went above and beyond. Like you, you want that tech guy who's like, who's the big strong hand that's like, it's all right, I'm, I'm going to help you steer the ship. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm on the, like, he was absolutely on our team. 
Um, yeah. And when when that happened, because it doesn't always happen, as I think you know as well from doing live things, uh, we were super lucky at the Mac that we had a guy that was absolutely on Team Paradise Circus. Uh, yeah, and yeah. When that happens, it's yeah. great. Um, and whilst the rest of the venue wasn't really, that guy was, um, and yeah. so that was that was awesome. Um, but. As a venue to do a thing, I think it's a nice it's a nice place, and having the big screen is great. Uh, and I yeah. think the the way we actually set it out ended up working really well. Um, so yeah, sort of time and place as as a sort of nebulous concept. I think um, mm. more project management. Um, I think, and I don't know. Number three. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, number three would be, um, which is possibly on the, the the project management stuff, but get find a find a face and and you know find find a presenter. Okay. So, <clears throat> sort of similar similar thoughts from my perspective would be, um, I think first and foremost, uh, a venue who's going to actually do some promotion. Yeah. Um, because that, that that that's not what this venue is good at. No. So a venue like the Mac that is used to programming things that are weird and different. Yes. Um and and have a mailing list to send stuff to and those sorts of things um would I think be better. Um which is yeah, I think I, I think I think that's that's the big one. There is there are a lot of pluses about that venue, but but they could have done a lot more because there is an incentive for them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is people right. coming to their venue. Spending money on their drinks, spending money on their food, and being aware of their venue, and they 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 didn't capitalise on that. No. Um. I wonder if so. There, there's a <clears throat> there's a dis, there's a discussion for any future festival to be had around this, um, and it's not something that that I've got the time to go into now. But I wonder if, as much as the idea of it being an independent podcast festival and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, is great, if it doesn't need to have someone who's a famous person mm. uh, um, doing a show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could have had a Helen Zaltzman, for example, that massively changes the, the nature of the event. Yeah, I think um, we haven't got, um, I don't think anyway, uh, someone that I can think of that is so that, um, Brendan, uh, friend of the show and, uh, uh, et cetera, um, got me finally listening to Doug Love's movies, which I'd never listened right. to before, uh, which is Doug Benson. Um, one of his yeah. podcasts, I think is a couple, uh, and he is a, a, an independent podcaster. He's not part of a network. He does, right. you know, some ad sales in, uh, right. I'm sure he has an assistant, but like, um, that's that hasn't got uh, a, a conglomerate behind it. He would be the kind of person that you would get. Unfortunately, we don't have one in the UK because all of those types of people are on fucking Acast, uh, which yeah. means they're not really independent. Uh, not what I would consider. But then I think maybe that's a looser definition uh, mm-hmm. or a definition that that can be loosened, perhaps um, because there's you know good reasons why people go onto Acast. But um, yeah. But I, I can't think of anyone who's like that, who's like, actually, no, I, I want to keep all of this running myself and who's not mm-hmm. just like a a guy who does a podcast about Android phones. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So no, it's just that, that kind of idea of how, how can we find, um, how can we find not, not just a, a compare, but an actual banner artist yeah. 
Um, I, I think I think that would change. I think if it was up. a two day thing, I think it would be really nice to have two. Um, and yeah. you know, like what? The, yeah, you you want you want the cold play on the Sunday night. Um, I just I, I picked a really bland choice, but you know, you want um, you want Springsteen on. No, the, um, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the metaphor. Yeah. The, the metaphor works. The metaphor works definitely. So yeah, I think that would be that would be my thing. So. Yeah, I know. I think I think that is a good idea. And again, like it becomes more possible the second time around um, mm-hmm. now that we're a thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know uh, th- that we got the beta off the ground, and like as much as bloody blah, like Sunday ran like fucking clockwork. It did. Um, it there did. wasn't there wasn't a single, as far as I'm aware, um, there wasn't a single hitch. Um, you know, I, I certainly know from timing anyway. Like everything was 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 bang on, uh, and and so no, as a, as, a, as a production, it was superb. Um, and I, I just um, mean that like we we can we can. I think the the reason I, the the point that I'm making there, uh, rather than um, gratuitous trumpet blowing, is that we've we've proven that this is a thing that that works, and it's not just a couple yes. of guys mucking about um that the, the you know we put on a show um and so we did and and like ignite i think um helped like having having run three of those um or three and a half and and all of those sort of actually like running well and the people having enjoyed them um sort of made me think okay that, that's why i wasn't super nervous about most of the actual days um because i kind of felt like they would probably work okay because i've kind of done that before um the presenting just it was it was just slightly awkward um and and slightly disjointed and that that didn't work but that's fine um these are these are things we can fix in post yeah indeed (sighs) well once again well done you you, you did a good thing Mm -hmm. you did a really good thing and um the, where's my reward who... <laughs> where's my treat uh, in heaven you know, where's, your treat? where's my okay. treat treat yourself yeah uh no you, you you did a fantastic thing and i hope that the the other um performers and things uh are as appreciative of your efforts as i think as so I, I think i think everyone was was very nice yeah. um yeah and it's it's been nice seeing that people have actually put the shows out on their feeds. I mean, yeah. I don't know what, uh, what our Liverpool and friends will do. Cause it's not necessarily canon for them, but they've put it on the website. Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, which is where they've, they've got another Q and a on their website. Oh, as well. that's cool. I mean, I, I like, I got so, an email back from, from Simon saying, thank you. So like that I wasn't, I wasn't throwing shade. I, I just wasn't sure if that, that'd be something they do. Yeah, no, so. I mean, you're right. It doesn't, doesn't fit. Oh, oh, I have to say, canon. uh, speaking with mm. my dad, um, he, uh, he had nothing but praise for you and your radio style. You're interviewing in your voice because I, 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 I mentioned that we'd on a very early thread, we talked about you trying to find your voice. And he said, uh-huh. you know, John's got a really good radio voice. I really oh. like he, he was saying, like, I, I remembered noting it at the time saying he's got a really good voice. It's doing really well. So, uh, yes, well, oh, that's lovely. You did, you did a great job interviewing them. And, and obviously you did the, um, you know, you, 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 you put the, you put the notes together and you, you, you put that whole thing together and it was a, it was a, a show that made sense and you had plenty of questions and they, like, they all flowed really, really well. Um, and, and that was, a, that was a, a lovely, a lovely part of the, uh, of, of the Aww. day, um, that was thank you. enjoyable. So. Thank you for that. Oh, that's nice to hear. That is nice to hear. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We're ending, ending, ending on a high. Yeah, so absolutely. Good. Like, yeah, you, you, um, you bossed it. It was great. And uh, I, I, I also enjoyed you running around taking questions from the audience. 
Oh, that's my that's my third Mobile point. Jump. That's my third point. I want a boom mic next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah, good. But that, that's 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 a very mechanical <laughs> part of the part of the part of the thing. So cool. I'm going to go for a jog in the land of the midnightish sun. That sounds lovely. I'm just going to I close the curtains to take some of the sound off the uh, off the windows oh, nice. that I'm sat by. It's freaking daylight outside. <laughs> Quarter to ten in, in <laughs> Stockholm. So yeah, I'm. God, any further north, and I don't, don't think the sun would go down. So I'm going to go for a. Hopefully, it'll be cool when yeah. I'm going to go for a jog along the beach. Oh, mate, that sounds adorable. That sounds great fun. It does, mate. Thank you again for last week. Thank you. And um, yeah. literally couldn't have done it without you. Like good. So thank well, you. you. Probably could have done. Um, <laughs> and I think I think it was useful to kind of uh, capture some of that t- tonight. It's probably not been the most exciting listening for the. Uh, Thread audience, but we did some jokes about ATM machines. So <laughs> kind of a jog run. If you didn't like this show, skip the last 45 minutes. <laughs> nice. Which was self indulgent prattle. Um, no, it wasn't. It's, 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 it's what we do. It's a baseball mark. Hey. Hey, yo.